Welcome back to another episode of the FPL Sheeple podcast. I can't believe I'm saying this again, but we are back after another long international break. And this one actually felt a bit unnecessary. But nevertheless, we are back in FPL mode once again, and there were quite a bit of managerial changes that may create some interesting dilemmas in the next few weeks of FPL. I'm joined by my co-host FPL Donatello. So Donatello, have you forgotten how to play FPL during this international break? Hey, absolutely. Uh, I mean, two weeks without bothering to think about FPL or uh, even thinking about what transfers to make uh, or just football in general makes you forget about everything. Yeah. And I, I don't think these breaks are good for us. It breaks the momentum, you know. Yeah. Uh, you're doing good and then... Two weeks, nothing, and you have to wait for everything, uh, everything to come back. And uh, I hope, I guess, this is the last one before next year, like March next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm guessing all the since the European qualifiers are done, it's mostly now the, you know, the uh, South American and the African qualifiers that are left. So, um, and that that's not until March. So, um, I'm really uh, excited for the for the for this period going on till like december i guess we have 10 matches in between uh, uh from now and till the end of december so yeah uh, really excited for that because uh um it's going to be fun you know uh non-stop fpl <laughs> because we missed the uh, internet uh, fpl so much during the international break it's kind of made up by the upcoming 10 10 matches so uh really excited for that yeah yeah me too it'll be like uh, one episode almost every four days so it'll be a nice uh, grind for us yeah, as I mean, well if if there's a, a match on sunday and then wednesday and then again sunday then we are probably recording every th- two three days as you said so yeah uh, <laughs> should be, yeah should be good for uh, our listeners and uh, yeah we'll have to also be on top of things but i think that's much better because today while uh, preparing for this episode i you know sort of had to uh, take a while to remember what actually happened in game week 11 and what were the main takeaways and you know just to look back at a few of our episodes last couple of episodes to remind myself uh, you know yeah, I, what we had said yeah, and where I we are even, going i didn't even know what were the matches <laughs> uh, yeah. for game week 11 i forgot that you know united city was last game week i was thinking a couple of weeks ago but as you said i'm completely blank with what happened last game week so yeah exactly and that's why the really apt title of our episode is that just wake us up when the international break ends and so now we are finally awake and now we are you know ready to go for the next uh, whatever 10 game yeah, weeks that are coming in a row yeah go on yeah so one last thing about international breaks would be a big international break coming in the next year's fpl which will be for the world cup where oh, there's yeah. going to be nothing for two months so that will be uh, that'll be a fun thing yeah but it looks like you know we, we i think it was you who told me that the schedule is going to still remain between august and may and so they're going to probably we are going to squeeze uh, you know many games together and again we are probably going to have uh, like a december like schedule but throughout the year next season for our episodes i think yeah definitely so it will be like a like a crammed up schedule sometime in either at the start of the year or at the end of the year um, so that's going to be fun yeah 
yeah so it should be interesting so yeah anyway uh let's get into uh this week's episode all right so we begin by uh typically reviewing the uh the teams for the 20 content creators who we follow on this podcast so we are following uh, these 20 really top fpl accounts who have been playing fpl for many years and they have been performing really well consistently for many many years and so in on this podcast we follow the follow 20 of the best and we try to take a look at what uh, players they're picking uh uh, what decisions they are making every week and then we also focus on uh, uh, one creator every week who has topped uh, topped the charts for game week points and then we focus on their picks and uh, and player picks for that week to make changes in our own team so that's the whole uh, uh, whole concept of our podcast so uh, right at the beginning we uh, now review the uh, game week 11 team from the 20 content creators and here we have the template team uh, which is essentially the most commonly picked players from the 20 content creators so we have sanchez in goal uh, who was picked by nine content creators cancelo trent and chilwell were the three defenders with cancelo in 16 teams trent in all 20 teams and chilwell in 10 teams so uh, he's sort of 50 50 pick we have Rafinha in 13 teams, Foden in 13 teams as well, Mbuemo in 15 teams, and Salah who was uh, in all 20 teams and also the uh, overwhelming captain choice. In fact, he was the captain choice for all 20 teams. Then you have uh, Ivan Tony in 13 teams, Antonio in 13 teams, and Wardy in 13 teams. So, uh, so that's a very strong template uh, for Game Week 11. So. Um, many players are really common across all all these teams and so there's a really strong template and i guess it was um it wasn't any of these players that really took uh, the top content creators for the week on top and we'll take a look later in the episode which uh, player picks uh, you know propelled them to higher points and higher ranks yep. um apart from that yeah looks like uh, i still have nine out of the 11 players in my team so i'm yeah, really really template seven. yeah so i'm really template compared to the content creators and uh, yeah it's like one or two players that i don't have from this template team which is the sort of style that i'm going for this season anyway so yeah, yeah it looks good and uh, yeah we'll see what what we did uh for this week as well yeah uh, yeah then uh, going on to our uh, game week 11 uh, review starting with my team so i got uh, 62 points uh, and uh, i i mean it was mainly because uh, cancelo and trent got the bulk of the points so we got a lot of points in defense and uh, uh, so yeah i mean 26 points came from there and otherwise i don't think i mean yeah rafinha got nine points ramsdale got seven points Mm. And everyone is almost like blanked. Salah got five points as well. So he's my captain. But Salah's points almost don't count because everyone has Salah. So he's not giving us any benefit of, of sorts. Yeah, and, uh, and look at your bench. <laughs> yeah, typically, yeah, this is the first time. I'm, I'm I not felt... talking about Foster even. I'm just talking about Libram and Diaz. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, 
yeah this is the first time i think i've uh, felt the effect of having such a strong bench uh, because uh, i have a lot of points on the bench as well so i had uh, 24 points on the bench which i feel could have been easily used up in my uh, starting 11 in fact i feel that if i had uh, if i had started livramento and diaz instead of let's say chilwell and mbomo i would have uh you know gotten as many points as our top content creator this week yeah. so yeah Definitely. so it it was that that marginal call uh, of a difference yeah. uh, my starting 11 was reasonable for for what i felt could be a mm. higher score but it's fine i mean in the end this 62 points gave me an amazing game week rank of 500k so and that also increased my rank from 205k to 162k so that is a good good jump in the right direction yeah. finally so yeah overall a really good week uh, for me and yeah happy with how things are and the team is well set so one or two changes every week are not going to be uh that much of a problem for me yeah, yeah that's a good score yeah and uh, speaking of a good score uh, uh there you had an identical <laughs> one as well <laughs> exactly <clears throat> same number of points uh, 62 um uh, yeah i mean i have some problems going forward with the goalkeeping uh, department uh, because sanchez got a red card so he got a minus one but as you said like trent and cancelos have saved uh, the game week with like 12 and 14 points each and then um i had smithrow uh, which you know helped me get those 62 points so he got 8 points and rafinha 9 Mm-hmm. um sala 10 son son 3 i mean rest of rest of them blank and again i benched libramento i you know i i i talked about it i think last before the last uh, podcast where we were recording that i might um, bring libramento on the on the you know 11 starting 11 but then i you know decided to not do it but yeah he's just consistently giving 6 points every game weeks and it's becoming a hassle to even bench him because you're missing out on like straightforward 6 points or he is even giving like attacking returns in the last couple of games so uh yeah so you know as you said like uh, a strong bench is something uh, which we were we are hoping for we were hoping for in fact so uh, some of us felt the effects of uh, of a strong bench uh, this game week so um yeah and then uh, overall my overall rank increased from 680k to 465k so that was like a good jump of 200 almost 200k in rank um so really happy about it um yeah and uh, uh yeah nothing more to discuss on that part yeah i think your team also looks good and uh, you can now go for those one or two changes that are really differential or you know can give you a boost in the rank even further because i feel that yeah i mean i need a game week which sets which which in which i have a like couple of differentials who set me apart by like 20 30 points in that game week you know to recover upon the other rank rank that i have lost so yeah um hopefully it's coming soon yeah because you have all the uh, template players so yeah. you should not technically theoretically lose too many points to the yeah. to these picks and then the differential should propel you ahead yeah so yeah, yeah. team looks well placed uh 
so then we uh, move on to the actual team comparisons between uh, the 20 content creators so taking a look at which players were in the starting 11 for all the 20 teams and taking a look at which players you know stood out in terms of points so uh, so the again for this week we had a winner who we have previously featured and actually uh, the the actual winner of this game week with 75 points has been featured as a winner in multiple game weeks so it's uh, ff scout as and as has been like i don't on know fire. yeah super super uh, his on overall fire. rank is 9000 exactly so he's just like smashing it week in and week out yeah i think 5 game weeks ago he was 150 or 160k and then yeah. he in the last 5 game weeks i think he is won 3 of the game weeks and mm. in one of them we featured him and in the other two we couldn't feature him because you know uh, we have this policy of uh, giving all of the content creators a chance to be the creator of the week so yeah. the creator of the week for this week goes to the runner up uh, which was tom from uh, who got the assist podcast and he got 74 points so just one less than as and yeah for for uh, tom the main thing was i think he has uh, uh, three differential standouts that i can see uh, vicente goita in goal so he's already has goita in goal who, who seems like a good pick for the next few weeks because crystal palace have good fixtures and mm. he's already fetching clean sheet uh, points because the patrick Vieira's team is defending well attacking well so yeah that's a good good pick uh, he has kai havertz uh, i mean he had kai havertz uh, with eight points so that's a nice player to have and finally Havertz managed to score <laughs> uh, <laughs> after I, I'm sure Tom has had him for a, quite a long time and finally uh, that has uh, reaped him some benefits but I think Kai Havertz is at a price point like 8, 8.2 million which allows him to you know go to the other uh, mid-size picks which are really uh, good uh, from this game or if, forward or if it allows him to, you know, get in one of the two uh, Spurs assets if he yeah. wants to make that change this game week. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, th- that is a really interesting uh, uh, pick as well. And he has Christensen, uh, which I feel, I think he he probably has him because he's the cheapest Chelsea defender and mm. that's a route to clean sheet points. So, yeah, that makes, makes uh, some sort of sense. But, yeah, I think uh, rotation and it's fine to you know, risk the rotation with him there anyway. But yeah, those were the interesting standout picks for uh, Tom, which let him, you know, top the charts because yeah, exactly. I mean, Havertz and uh, the points from uh, Gaita uh, and Christensen are what, what set him apart. Obviously, he has yeah. Cancelo and uh, Trent as well. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah so that's just the uh, creator of the week and he, and their team uh, coming uh, to look at the teams from all the other content creators what we uh, do every week is that we create uh, the spreadsheet which is uh, linked in the audio and video uh, descriptions of our podcast so uh, this link is uh, where you can take a look at the spreadsheet you can browse around and scroll around the spreadsheet to look at it yourself uh, but uh, as usual i will explain what we have in the spreadsheet we have the 20 content creators uh, 
uh, and also the both of us are in there just because we want to compare ourselves with with all of these great managers and we have their game week points their total points their overall rank we have their captaincy picks and then we also have all the players that were in the starting 11 of these teams but these players have been arranged in the order of the frequency so for example salah who is in all 20 teams is the most frequent player so he's uh, number one in the uh, or his, the column name is number one and then uh, as we move to the right of the spreadsheet we go to the more uh, uh, differential picks or the picks that are just picked by a few teams and then we take a look at we can scroll around and take a look at which are the players that were differential and they got good points for that game week which you know set the top content creators for that game week apart from the others and so you can scroll around yeah. and take a look at what these players are and it also gives you an idea of the player pool uh, which is a good sort of a, a set of players who you can target and go for because this is sort of a hive mind of the 20 content creators they've been playing really good fpl for years and so they have an they have a good understanding they do their research and so they give you basically you're getting all of their strategies and all of their thinking in this one uh one sort of one stop shop here and you can basically use that to narrow down the players that you would like to have in your team uh so you have like what i think some 620 players in fpl but this narrows it down to like 20 or 30 or sometimes 40 players who you can play around with so yeah so that's why we feel this spreadsheet is useful and then every week we take a look at the spreadsheet and come up with some take key takeaways for for that game week uh which we felt were important points so yeah so let's uh, take a look at the takeaways for game week 11 uh starting with your uh takeaways uh, donatello uh sure so um the first uh first takeaway uh is is uh is a possible uh, change in the goalkeeping department uh, with Guaita and Ramsdale, <coughs> excuse me, Ramsdale being the uh, top candidates. Uh, again, you pointed it out, uh, Crystal Palace have been doing really well under Vieira, uh, you know, keeping clean sheets uh, here in, uh, in alternate matches and uh, overall, you know, the vibe for that to the team is, is doing, is that, that they're doing great uh, and and I looked at their features uh, for the next three to four matches. Uh, they're not bad. So, you know, he's something somewhat to be considered if, you know, for example, now I, I, I don't have Sanchez anymore for this game week because, you know, uh, he, he has the red card and now I have to play Ben Foster. But And I can't afford, like, to take a minus four. Otherwise, I, I would have definitely gone for Guaita. Um, um, or, or Ramsdale. Like, I know it's Liverpool next. Um, you know, that's 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 going to be a blip. But after Liverpool, the the matches are again like uh, you know decent uh, fixtures for Arsenal. So uh, and 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 he's doing really well as well. So um, I the I feel like we might see a change in the template. We've already like already seen like uh, uh, I think uh, Sanchez is has been owned by almost like ten or eleven, if I'm not wrong. Uh, nine, no, nine. Nine. nine, yeah, yeah. So we've already seen it come down from twenty to nine. So uh, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to switch to either Guaita or Ramsdale uh, in, in the next couple of game weeks. 
uh, depending on uh, what the content creators decided decide to make the changes. So that's like one takeaway I feel uh, I've, I've seen from the spreadsheet. Uh, second one is Rich uh, James just keeps on delivering week in and week out. Again, he uh, he got that assist uh, and bonus points uh, in 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 this uh, in the game against Burnley. Unfortunate that they conceded uh, in in the 80th minute uh, and and the match was a draw. Otherwise, he would have you know been off with all three bonus points uh, for the for the assist. So um, he's been delivering uh, over the over the last three game weeks ever since he's been back from from the from the injury, I guess. Yeah, and uh, you know. I think uh, we, we, he's another player we we might see in the template team uh, going forward because uh, if he's going to start every single match, and uh, I mean I mean you know now now to think of it we have ten matches for within the next you know uh, month and a half uh, and Chelsea might rotate. Uh, uh, rotate the defenders, but again, uh, you know, this is what I feel. If if a player is performing day in and day out, his place in the squad is pretty much sealed. So I'm guessing that Reese Reese James uh, will be a consistent starter for Chelsea, and and we might see uh, the content creators go for him and change in the template for uh, as well. So that's that's another thing. Uh, third is uh, I'm just I'm just sick of talking about Tony and Mbumo because. I mean, they are the most overhyped players we've we've uh, we have in our teams. Uh, from game week one, we have I have Ivan Tony in my team, and he hasn't he hasn't delivered anything. So, <laughs> I mean, it's eleven game weeks that we haven't had any returns from either of them. So it's just frustrating to you know they're just placeholders, and I'm benching Leveramento for one of these guys. So uh, it's it's frustrating. So I mean. We thought it was Norwich. They have a great chance. I think they even scored a goal. Like uh, Tony scored and Mbumo assisted, or it's the other way around. But the goal was disallowed. I mean that that just sums it up uh, what's going on with both of them. So, uh, eleven weeks no returns from them. Hope, I'm guessing this is the last week for me to hold on to them. I might get rid of someone uh, going forward. So yeah, that's that's another thing. Uh, and 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 the same topics of like disappointment. The forwards. Uh, in general, have been disappointing in this in this last game week. Uh, you know, Ronaldo with one point. Um, uh, who else? Kane, two points. Uh, Jimenez, two points. Uh, Antonio, Wardy, couple of points. So you know, it's 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 all it's all the defense and the midfield who's carrying our teams uh, with the with the total number of points. So. There hasn't been a standout uh, striker uh, apart from Antonio, who did really well in the starting few fixtures, uh, and this you know has blanked ever since. So uh, the forwards will continue. Uh, you know we need we need one good great striker who is in form and keeps delivering week in and week out. Uh, unless that's unless uh, we don't find one, you know we have to heavily rely on on a on a on, on a good defense or a, or a, or a Budget midfield, so I think that's the way forward. I mean, I mean, I think five three two is uh, you know a way uh, for for us to go because if you have two Chelsea defenders, one one City defender, one uh, Livramento, and then I don't know uh, another defender to add in it, you know they're going to deliver uh, day in and day out. So. Um, 
is that yes, a yes. is that a subtle way of also saying that one should go for uh, spurs players because antonio conte prefers 532 <laughs> no i'm just kidding yeah no, <laughs> I, like... i'm not going to i'm not i'm not at all uh, you know uh, reliable uh, i don't think they are reliable as of now uh, mm-hmm. because even if it's conte he, he hasn't gotten any chance with them so yeah highly unreliable so yeah we just have to wait for a content creator to uh, to say it strongly and then we will follow them <laughs> till then till then I we mean, we do nothing yeah i mean uh, everyone's jumping on the kane wagon uh, bandwagon but i'm like wait and watch for the for the next couple of game weeks because albania and uh, san marino aren't really testing teams uh, you know to say that kane <laughs> is back in form if he scores six goals in the next two matches against decent premier league teams then that's when i say okay yeah he's mm-hmm. i'm i'm definitely going to consider him so until that happens uh, nothing nothing going forward for me and then finally differentials uh, you know smithrow ben white ramsdale three arsenal players can you imagine three arsenal players in the differentials and then kai havertz so you know these these are these were the these were the players who stood out um, in the differential section so um that's that's all from me yeah um uh, yeah and i didn't have a lot of takeaways uh, except the ones that i spoke uh, a yeah. little bit before uh, for me i normally just take a look at uh, the range of points and i'm trying to look at uh, which are the players that uh, stood out that you know led to the uh, said range of points so for so for example this week the range of points was between 44 and 75 and uh, looking at the spreadsheet it was uh, jao cancelo who seemed to be the difference because his 14 points is what you know take takes an av- uh, you know for takes you from an average game week to a bad game week so all the i think four out of the five uh, bottom teams in for the content creators uh, who we follow didn't have cancelo and so yeah he i felt he was a major difference maker for that week and he's already in uh, 16 uh, teams yeah. um, out of the 20 so it seems like it's a no brainer to go for the template and so so it's it's like coming back to the message i have been having for the last two weeks in these takeaways is to follow the template team and then have these one or two differentials which is how my structure is working out in my team and it seems to be doing fine and so i can go for those one or two uh, you know differential picks yeah and and yeah as you already pointed out very well it uh, it's like the forwards um are a problem they're not scoring points and it's not like i'm speaking of out of experience of just like one game week i'm saying it for uh, from experience of multiple game weeks that uh, mm-hmm. the forwards are really not you know uh, giving you as many points per million yeah. uh, value so yeah i think it's for now uh, we should probably look at you know taking out some uh, value out of the forward lineup and putting it into midfield and defense uh, i'm not sure if i am able to do this uh, this week so for example uh, what i mean to say uh, by this strategy is that if i were to make a change i would rather uh, downgrade wardy to some other forward and then upgrade a midfielder to son for example then rather right, than yeah. go for uh, wardy to kane because i feel yeah. uh yeah i feel i i want the strikers to start firing for me to start investing in them uh 
before uh, till then i feel i am going to take out money from the forward line to the midfield and put it in midfield or defense i don't think i am able to do this this week uh, because i don't have that much in the bank to make uh, changes or i'll have to take many hits yeah but anyway <laughs> i feel let's see given that the content creators for the next few weeks uh, have suggestions that are around this uh, idea i will uh, try and see if i can make those changes in my team so yeah so that's the uh, strategic uh, thing that that i took away from this week's spreadsheet yeah yeah, yeah absolutely so then uh, we move on to uh, the game week 12 creator of the week and as i already uh, already introduced that it was uh, tom from the who got the assist podcast and you can follow him on twitter at wgta underscore fpl uh, tom is currently ranked uh, 345k in the world uh, and uh, he has he has played for in 12 previous seasons with his best rank being 2,353 in 2015-16. So, uh, really nice finish there. And he has finished top uh, 5k once, top 50k twice, and top 250k on a, four other occasions. So, yeah, in uh, 7 out of his 12 seasons, he's finished in really uh, about quarter of a million of a rank. And so, yeah, he he's been doing well the first uh, four seasons of his uh, fpl career were uh, probably not so great i feel he was probably a sort of a casual manager back then uh, and then i think he, he, uh, from 2013 onwards uh, he became even more serious about fpl and ever since then he's achieved all these great ranks that i've talked about so yeah so mm. great uh, uh, yeah it's a nice listen who got the assist is one of the uh, oldest fpl podcasts around uh, and yeah. yeah they do some really interesting stuff i think tom also has uh, an algorithm on which he i think he decides his captaincy and stuff so yeah he, he, he does try uh, quite a bit of stuff as well so yeah really interesting and good to have him as our creator of the week and so yeah. we gave uh, the episode from who got the assist a listen this week and uh, yeah uh, donatello why don't you summarize uh, the picks uh, that tom uh, suggested for this game week sure um so this this week's uh, episode was completely uh, based on uh, manager changes and uh, uh, manager bounce in, in particular uh, uh, and it was more uh, focused on uh, the four teams, uh, Spurs, uh, Villa, Norwich City, Norwich City, and Newcastle. So uh, uh, Tom, uh, in length, uh, dis- discussed um, these teams and the effect the change in managers are going to have in these teams and what players should look out from, from these teams. Um, and also, uh, he had a few uh, suggestions in the Q&A sections. Um, based on uh, based on uh, the questions that were asked by by the fans uh, regarding specific players or, or a set of players uh, like budget midfielders so uh, starting with first uh, the obvious question uh, who do we uh, take in from spurs and the answer is very obvious it's kane or son uh, and if you can afford both great but um, uh, he tom was uh, you know more keen on uh, Harry Kane uh, over Son, uh, which I found surprising, but um, I think uh, he was more uh, suggesting that if you can get Kane in, um, 
over son uh, i think the reasoning one of the reasons behind this is uh, from his own point of view he wants to make an eventual switch to ronaldo uh, once uh, united's fixtures turn um, so getting 12 like get, having 12 point something in the bank already um, to make that switch would be preferable for him so that's thing i think that's the reason why he's he suggested kane over son um so yeah those are the two picks from spurs uh preferred picks from each of the four squads uh in in or, or rather preferred picks based on the the, the squads and the qna uh, are uh, callum wilson um tom was wasn't very keen on suggesting him for this game week but um i think uh, he suggested it, like uh, wilson has has had great scoring record under eddie howe in in the past um so if the same uh, you know manager bounce works in favor of newcastle uh, he's definitely a, like a great player to have in your team so uh, yeah so if you if you want if you have 7 or 7.5 million in the bank and if you are looking for a decent striker with like a good fixtures they have like three out of four four fixtures which are really great for newcastle if they decided to bounce back yeah so wilson is like one of the good picks in there Uh, same with uh, Gallagher. Um, he's Tom feels like he's um, uh, is a as good as a punt. Um, again, you know he's the second highest scoring midfielder uh, in FPL right now, and uh, uh, Crystal Palace have been doing really well, and Gallagher uh, uh, is is their top player right now. So um, again, uh, if you go for him, it frees up cash, and you know if you can afford some premium. players in the future like son kane ronaldo once if they if these players come in form so that's another thing and then they discussed um, uh the chelsea full backs or chelsea defense in general um <clears throat> so you know tom's uh, main suggestion was he prefers james over uh, chilwell um and uh, i think he said that uh, rudiger is like the most safest pick out of the three because he's like a sure sure shot starter so um, those are the three chelsea uh, chelsea suggestions and then i think you picked up on bernardo silva as well so why don't you speak more on that yeah i mean so from the man city assets uh, he was more keen on bernardo silva than than foden mm. for example because uh, uh, i mean bernardo silva uh, seems to have been consistent uh, consistently played by pep Mm. and then he's also been uh, scoring once every uh, few matches so he's three goals and two assists so far already so and he's just 7.1 million so uh, tom felt that bernardo silva presents good value as well uh, in the medium price bracket and that allows you to mm. you know not spend so much get that city mid pick and city have good fixtures as well uh from now on so anyway he, he felt that you know out of the city midfielders bernardo silva is a nice shout right um and then finally we are in the not preferred suggestions or, or uh where um, it's it's the it's the two teams uh, villa and norwich who have had change in managers so uh, it's uh, wait and watch for both the both the um, teams uh, as per tom uh his recommendation was uh give it a couple of matches or even like a stretch of matches for these managers to 
uh, implement their own philosophies and and you know the teams to play and you know respond to the manager um and then you know as especially villa has some really great players in it in the team so if will if villa you know immediately picks up in form then you, there are some really great players to uh, pick from there from them so um yeah so uh, same with norwich couple of uh, really good players like puki and cantwell um who you know if the form changes you can consider going forward and finally it was uh, uh, you know jota i think he said statistically as well as uh, um you know from uh, from from like a uh, attacking returns point of view he's the best out there but he does not prefer him i don't know why uh you care to elaborate more on that yeah i mean even i i found it strange he, he was like because uh it's like uh, he, he did defend jota in terms of stats so he's like yeah jota is sort of a no brainer pick because his stats are really great he's always in great scoring positions but tom does not prefer jota because jota has gives you these frustrating moments where he is in good goal, goal scoring positions and doesn't end up scoring so you're always frustrated by uh jota should have or almost could have scored but he never does and so he's yeah. not been that great even though uh, you know he's being hyped up a lot and he he does have a uh, great xg and great uh, you know goal scoring big chances or whatever but he doesn't end up scoring massive points so yeah so tom was like yeah it's a no brainer to have him and he wouldn't mind having i mean he wouldn't wouldn't mind people having jota but he's like he wouldn't go there so yeah it was very interesting to hear that yeah uh, yeah i i did, i didn't hear what you said so uh, uh <laughs> yeah so then uh, yeah is that why yeah then we can go to your team and you can explain what happened there <laughs> yeah what yeah, such so a bad sheep be, be a rogue sheep yeah and uh, and go for jota <laughs> because i feel like it's arsenal they're going to smash them to bits as usual and uh, jota's going to start because uh, fermino is injured so he's going to be the third in the in the three pronged attack <coughs> of liverpool so uh, yeah yeah those are the two reasons why i just took jota in the team yeah. he plays well again well well against arsenal and then he's going to he's going to be a 100% starter so plain simple logic for me uh, yeah, i was i was going to go for gallagher as well but then you know th- jota i feel uh, might be a good differential to have in the team so i i went for mm-hmm. him no other changes um, uh, my my formation is 442 unfortunately i have to start with uh, ben foster in the goal because sanchez is is not uh, participating in the match because of his red card um, and then in my defense i have trent chilwell cancelo and then i'm starting liberamento 100% so that's my defense um, then in midfield jota rafinha sala captain son vice captain and then forward with the fraudulent uh, ivan tony and uh, uh, raul jimenez uh, again this is not a fully finalized team i might play around with like i'm having second thoughts about smithro and tony because the, the guy just keeps on disappointing me so i might even switch 
him out for Laporte or Smithrow. I don't know. I might change it last moment. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's my team for now. All right, looks good. Uh, yeah, the Jota one is really interesting. And anyway, Tom said that it's he's okay with people having him, and Jota has a good. He even went on to say that Jota has an amazing record against Arsenal. He has seven goals in four matches. Yet he, he got fifteen he points want. last game against them. So I mean that was. Yeah, so Just so I think I think you uh, sort of heard the part about Tom saying that yeah, people can have him. But he yeah. would not is something you chose to ignore. So I guess it's fine. Yeah, You're I still just, a... uh, lost interest after the, for the second part. So I yeah, I sure. Just listen good things about Jota. Yeah. Well, I I was a more um, and you know obedient... who is to blame for this? It's it's you because you were the one who brought him up while I was me- almost about to make the change to Gallagher. So I blame you for it. <laughs> Yeah, because I was, uh, you know, before I heard uh, the Who Got the Assist episode, I was sort of already eyeing up Jota as a as a good pick uh, for for any team. And then, obviously, when I heard uh, the episode, uh, uh, I mean, when I heard Tom speaking about Jota and he wasn't too keen on him, I was like, oh, well, yes. So then as a sheeple, I should also stay away from him. And then, therefore, I did the... Gallagher move that you were actually intending to do, <laughs> yeah. So, so for me, I actually got rid of Mason Mount finally, because uh, yeah, ever since I got him, he ended up not playing. Uh, but it's fine. So he's finally gone, and I have Gallagher instead of him. I was thinking of going for Bernardo Silva, but mm. I didn't feel good right with me. So Gallagher is a good pick. He has good fixtures, and so is a good pick and allows me to free cash. Up. So, as I said uh, uh, earlier in the episode that, you know, I want to free up and at least take out the money in defense and put it into mm. midfield. And now I have enough in the bank to start making these good moves. Uh, uh, like I can, I mean, for example, even if let's say Kane starts uh, scoring goals and he's a obvious pick, I now have enough cash to change a Vardy to a Kane, for example. So... Right. That I have that flexibility. If not, I can switch Vardy down to uh, uh, whatever a seven or something mm. striker, and then upgrade like an Mbuemo or or a Rafinha or or well, yeah, uh, one of them to a Son. Let's say so. Yeah, so it gives me that flexibility. That's why I went to from Mount down to Gallagher, freeing up some right. cash. And uh, yeah, so uh, Salah remains my captain, and I've made Gallagher my vice captain. Uh, just because I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not shocked about that part. I'm more shocked about you having uh, Mbumo and Tony in your team and benching Rafinha. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. So that's something I'm, you know, still. Um, I'm going to think about it. It's not final. Five three two man. Five three two. Yeah, yeah. I think a five three two is a good idea. So anyway, I'll, I'll just read out my team. I have Ramsdale in goal. I know he's playing against Liverpool, but uh, he he. Generally, I hope he gets a bunch of save points and uh, yeah, he gets a lot of bonus points because uh, of his good distribution. So Arsenal play a lot of uh, passes in the back uh, and so they, uh, so Ramsdale uh, accumulates bonus point scores uh, when he, you know, completes passes. So yeah, so he always will, you know, get Mm. 
those points so anyway uh, so he remains my goalkeeper so trent in defense chilwell who i went for instead of james based on i think uh, as a suggestion a uh, couple of weeks ago but that's fine uh, cancelo and livrapento obviously i'm going to start livrapento then sala who's my captain gallagher and embuemo and up top i have antonio tony and vardy uh and on bench i have rafinha diaz and brown hill and foster as my goalkeeper mm-hmm. so yeah so yeah you present a really interesting question uh of why i am starting tony and embuemo and not rafinha and diaz uh both of them are these are 50-50 calls it's just because it's against newcastle that i feel uh tony and embuemo please should at least you know score some goals but you you never know with uh, the new manager or whatever oh, what I'm, will happen I'm, I'm guessing i'm guessing all the content creators are losing patience with these two so, yeah for sure yeah they they are at least going to lose one of one of these two uh, this week we'll yeah. we'll see that next week uh, you know uh, how yeah. the template will change uh, with that and uh, yeah so i mean i i can i can just bench one of them and bring in Rafinha or Diaz but I'm going to give it a bit more thought it's like you know mm. uh, maybe I don't want both Diaz and Cancelo because you know if Everton score then I Diaz is not going to give me any other points except appearance and clean sheet uh, Cancelo on the other hand can give attacking returns so he's fine yeah. to be in the team so Diaz I still am not so keen of starting him uh, and so maybe i'll do uh, i'll think about you know uh, you know benching to either one of tony and embuemo and having rafinha in my starting lineup that's the dilemma i will have uh, till saturday uh, so yeah anyway so that's my team and uh, yeah uh, looks fine uh, should be should be good i mean i'm interested yeah. and excited to see how gallagher uh, plays and and what sort of a boost that gives him because he seems to be the non-obvious pick although he is one of the most popular transfers this week yeah uh, i hope he's not template let's see we'll know only after the deadline but yeah i, mean, I hope that there helps. are chances that we, that content creators might take out uh, embumo for uh, gallagher because same price range plus or minus i think it's plus 2 or plus 3.3 3 million uh, yeah yeah, yeah. So it's not a lot quite possible yeah that's true but uh, yeah yeah let's see i think there some people have also upgraded to like son or uh, jota or foden so yeah we'll see mm. see how it goes anyway so yeah those uh, those are our teams based on uh, tom's suggestions and finally we come to uh, the fixtures for game week 12 and our predictions so we'll just quickly run through uh, the our predictions and we'll just focus on the predictions where we uh differ in our opinions so uh both of us have gone for a clean sheet chelsea we, we've differed anywhere this time we it's have we have aston, aston villa oh. brighton i feel it's a nil nil draw uh and you think it's going to be uh 2-1 victory to brighton i feel it's going to be just a boring game both teams are going to be super uh defensively possible, steady but... Yeah, I, I just that. feel Brighton is a much better team this season than Aston Villa and then you yeah. know with the change in manager and the form and everything uh, I just feel like they have an edge over Villa so but you never know yeah possibly uh, then uh, Newcastle and Brentford uh, you feel Newcastle will win this one I feel it's going to be a one all draw uh, again so yeah that's that's yeah, another I, difference 
I just, I mean, again, it's the manager boost that I'm think, uh, I'm thinking about. Um, so it can be completely opposite as well. Like Brighton can just come in and thrash them. So yeah, uh, let's see. Yeah, apart from that, we have no uh, no differences in our in our predictions. Yeah, we have we... we have Liverpool versus Arsenal, the big game for this game week. Yeah, uh, and I'm being realistic. It's going to be Liverpool uh, win. There's no way Arsenal. I mean, at at most, I'm thinking we can hold them to a draw, like a really scrappy draw. But there's no way Arsenal can win this one. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a Liverpool thrashing. What is what I feel. Yeah, I feel I feel Arsenal's defense is uh, is good, so I don't think they'll leak uh, four goals. Uh, so I think, but they'll they'll definitely, uh, you know, at least a couple of goals. Uh, yeah. But let's see, anything is possible. Mm. So yeah, so yeah, so that's uh, our predictions for game week twelve, and yeah, so uh, thanks a lot for uh, listening and. Um, uh, we wish you all uh, very good luck for this game week and uh, yeah we'll see you now uh, next week and now we'll keep seeing uh, you very regularly uh, till christmas i mean till the new year i would say and yeah, um, yeah so just uh, for don't forget to follow us on twitter at fpl sheeple uh don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel uh please spread the word if you like our content please spread the word among your friends and fellow fpl players and uh, yeah we are always looking for uh, more and more people to uh, give us a listen and yeah do uh, leave a comment if we, you feel we can improve in in any way we are really open to suggestions and we do incorporate suggestions from our uh, listeners as well uh, quite regularly so yeah feel free mm. to leave a comment mm. uh, so yeah so yeah good luck everyone and i hope you have a good, good game week and uh, yeah it's a, a goodbye for me